This is the Vision Driven Mom podcast, and I'm your host, Tracy Nolan Bierman, for moms by moms who believe that anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Each week, you'll hear firsthand relatable stories from moms that have journeyed through motherhood from fear, loss, and heartbreak to healing, empowerment, and success. Motherhood is truly the journey of a lifetime, so let's enjoy the ride together. Welcome back to part number two as we continue the conversation. I am your host, Tracy Nolan Bierman, and today we have our guest, Debbie Ronka. And Debbie has, I cannot wait to share what Debbie has uh, created for moms and families. It's incredible. I, um, years ago, I was a preschool teacher before I had my children. It was kind of a Montessori-ish kind of school. I had the good fortune of learning some learning tools and learning, learning methods from some, from some really amazing uh, women uh, teachers. And one of the things that I learned was it was, it wasn't called the family letter, but it was, it was a similar and it wasn't as formal or, or, or like that. But I started doing that with my family when they were probably five and seven mm-hmm. too, and started actually, I think for a couple of years in a row, I made them a little shutterfly book that was just things that little things that I love about them, different characteristics that they have, you know, and little pictures of them doing, you know, I, I love how you're so silly or I like different things that we loved. And then one year we did with, uh, with our whole family, we all did, we, we, we made it short. I, I can't wait to read the family letter and see how you do it. And, and I love, you didn't mention it, but I've, I've heard you talk about how you then share it. Like you speak it to the other, to the people that is powerful. Yes. Yeah. That's what makes it. That's it. Yeah. Because we, we did, we, we wrote the things that we loved about, about each of our family members and gave it, gave it to them for Christmas. But I love that piece about sharing it about, you know, looking that person and, and, and do they read it or do, do you read it to them? No, the person whose birthday it is. So we chose birthdays and the mm-hmm. birthdays are great because it's consistent, you right. know, there's five of us in the family. There's always going to be letters written. Right. And we're going to always anticipate that. So it's my birthday and my three children and my husband would each write me a letter. And then we would sit down at the table or wherever. And I would take one letter at a time in no specific order. Mm -hmm. And nobody else knows what the other person has even written. So it's really fun. And I'll tell you what happens, Tracy, there's such something so beautiful happens because as I'm reading the words of affirmation, like I have a whole template in the book of the things to put in the letter. Mm -hmm. So it helps everyone write as well. As you're reading those words, just bathe over you. Mm. The one who wrote the letter is really touched because they're hearing you read their words and the rest of the family is so impacted by what they hear. And so for instance, when, and I really encourage this with moms and you know, you don't think about these things. And I I look back, my children grew up 
So like my husband would write a letter to me. My children would hear their father honoring their mm. mother with oh, all these goodness. amazing words right. and vice versa when it was my husband's birthday. And what that did is it instilled security and mm. confidence and wholeness in the home. It literally bonded us. But when I looked back, I thought, wow, if I was a little kid growing and hearing how my mom and dad were saying things to each other like that, it just made them feel so secure and loved. Yes, and, absolutely. Um, I think that's one of one of the things that I love about it. My children, the way they're, they're impacted, I have a whole chapter on their perspective. I've mm -hmm. asked them to write in the book. Their that is incredibly valuable to see how that, and, yes. and that's the thing. You know, because they're watching you. <laughs> you know, they're watching. They're always watching and seeing. And do yes. they do this with their families? Well, here's the fun part. So my daughter is married and she's mm -hmm. the one that has the three grandkids. So my grandson last year, he said to me, Nana, my birthday's coming up. Do you know what I want this year? And I said, no, Kellen, what do you want for your birthday this year? And he literally put his hands over his head. Letters. I want letters. Oh, sweet. Because he sat around and watched. He grew up at the dining room table watching this happen. Right. And so we're like, yes, it's gone. Because that was my heart. Go to the next generation. Yes. And so we do letters with him. He writes letters for us. And my four-year-old granddaughter said she wanted a letter <laughs> and do you know she was so smart we all wrote the letters but then she gave me the letter she can't read right and so she said nana would you read it for me so i would read one sentence and then she would repeat the sentence oh. so that was her way of reading her letter oh. it was so precious that is beautiful i i can't i i'm i'm going to go and after we get off the call I'm going to go and, and order it because I, I just, I love that idea. And what a, what a beautiful gift on yes. your birthday. Like it, that's all that I need. <laughs> that was you know, all, all that I need on my birthday. <laughs> and you know, it's, you know, and it gives the children to a real opportunity to affirm you as a mom and you get yeah. to hear their heart. And of course, now as they're, oh, my kids are older. I mean, we're, you know, you're just always crying or laughing yeah. Right. And you wind, we wind up chronicling the history of your family in these mm, letters right. when you start with your kids are young, but I always tell people it's never too late. Yeah. Right. Like start with your family now. So I did a live Facebook on the book and I recommend it in this time to do zoom letters, mm -hmm. people whose you know, families are far away. I said, pick someone in your family and follow the same procedure, just all get on a Zoom call, email the letters right before the call because you don't want them reading them ahead of time because oh, it's the great. moment. Right. And, and so this, this woman contacted me and she said, you know, I decided to do that. She was, I was a little nervous. I had expectations, but she said it went far beyond mm. what I anticipated. Her four sisters and her brother and they don't normally share emotions or feelings. So this was like stepping out of the box for them, but they did it. And the brother cried. The oh. brother was the one who got the letters. Right. And she said, he started crying. 
we all started crying and he got so excited. He said, we are doing this as a family from now on whose birthday's next. And that's the effect Tracy that it has because this is what I always say. There's a longing to be known, loved, and valued and celebrated within all of us. And we're supposed to be doing this for one another. And that letter helps you do it. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I cannot wait to to dig into that. Well, Debbie, tell us about a time in motherhood that when you either achieved something or you overcame something that felt impossible. That's a wonderful question. And I think every mother probably has a list. A list. Of things. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the things I never thought I could make it through. Like this year, for instance. <laughs> exactly. This has been the true test. <laughs> it has. Well, I love that question. Well, for me, doing the book was a huge accomplishment because it was something that I never saw me doing. But so that was a huge accomplishment. But even more so, my heart in raising my kids was I wanted them to always feel safe coming to me to share their hurts, their struggles, um, their frustrations, to know that they were unconditionally loved. Mm. In fact, when we would put them to bed at night, we would always say, there's nothing you could ever do that would make me love you less. We're always here for you. We're like, we would just like say it all the time. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, they get into those teenage years and they get into the times where there's a lot going on. And that's where it becomes the test for the mother. You've spoken it. Now, will you step into the arena and do it? Right. And test it on many levels with, with my children, but we stayed consistent. And I, and I just want to encourage moms if you're going to react or overreact when your child comes and says, this is what has happened, they're not going to come to you anymore. They're going to go find a friend who's probably going to give them bad advice, or they're going to go to someone else's, like another parent. Right. And that right. would, and I've seen that happen with other families. And I go, oh, that breaks my heart. Like, why mm-hmm. can't you tell your mom or dad? But we as parents have that responsibility to listen to be there and let them fall on us for the things that have happened so we can pick them back up. Right. And I think that, and and I know my children can come and tell us anything because they know we're not going to freak out. Even yeah. though inside you might be. Yeah. But you're, you're saying like, okay, to calm, yourself, I'm calm, I'm calm, I'm calm. Yep. <laughs> I got to just gotta be here in the moment. So I think for me, that was a really important and valuable thing that you were able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because you hear lots of stories, how that doesn't really happen (laughs) where they do, like you said, that where they do end up going to other people or making, you know, going to a friend or going to somebody who's not going to give them the, the right advice. I love that. Sure. I love that. Well, you know how many times you'll hear a, a, a kid say, I wish I could tell my mom or, oh, I could never tell my mom this. Right. So that, that's the indicator that they don't trust. There isn't that trust there. I think that's one of the most valuable things that you could, it seems impossible, 
but it is possible if you're consistent and when you mess up, you just say, I messed up, please forgive me. Yeah. yeah. Re-engage. I love that. Well, Debbie, this has been fantastic. And I'm really looking forward to the full episode, the, the full interview where we can really dive deep into your practices and, and all of that. And do you have a, you had some, so how can, how can the listeners get, get in touch with you, contact you or connect with you? We can use my email, which mm-hmm. would be Debbie Ronka, D-E-B-I-R-O, N is in Nancy, C-A at gmail.com. Okay. Or my website is debbyronka.com. Okay. Either way. Perfect. Perfect. Just remember that anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. All right. Goodbye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of Vision Driven Mom. To get started on your vision-driven mom journey, head over to www.visiondrivenmompodcast.com and join the five-day Regain Control of Your Life Challenge, where I will guide you in creating a life vision that is ideal for you. Anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Goodbye for now.